Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's ch- topic is Chapter 4, Text 2 of Bhagavad Gita. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanat Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Melitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Just one second. Okay. This has to be like this. Okay. Today's topic is Bhagavad Gita chapter 4, text 2. It's a very important verse about the disciplic succession. So let's chant word by word. So repeat after me. Evam parampara praptam imam rajarishayah viduh sah kalena Iha Mahata Yoga Nashtaha Paramtapa. Now let's chant line by line. Repeat after me. Evam Parampara Praptam Imam Rajar Shayo Viduhu. Sakalene hamahata Yogo nashtaha parantapa Evam parampara praptam 
इमं राजर्षयो विदु सकाले ने हमहता योगो नष्टह परंतपा एवं परंपरा प्राप्तम इमं राजर्षयो विदु सकाले ने हमहता योगो नष्टह परंतपा Just before we proceed, I just want to check the status of the live stream. All right, everything looks good. All right. Evam does parampara by disciplic succession. Praptam received. Imam, this signs, Raja Rishayah, the saintly kings, Viduhu, understood, Saha, that knowledge, Kalena, in the course of time, Iha, in this world, Mahata, great, Yoga, the signs of one's relationship with the supreme, Nashtaha, scattered, Param Tapa, O Arjuna, subduer of the enemies. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. This supreme science was thus received through the chain of disciplic succession and the saintly kings understood it in that way. But in course of time, the succession was broken and therefore the science as it is appears to be lost. Just... We will see, because as far as I know, Prabhupada has invented this word. You see? Oh, it is actually of or pertaining to disciples or discipleship, disciplic. So, it is not usually found. Oh, it is found, okay. One who embraces and assists. Because I was thinking, because I could not find this word. I, I searched this many years ago. The word disciplic in dictionary, I couldn't find it. The, the book dictionary. So I thought Prabhupada invented a word, an English word. Um, but actually it is there. It is there. So disciplic. <coughs> so now... This is very very important verse. We have actually gone through this uh, in the Ritvik webinars um, that series, but it is actually, mm, I mean, it's good to go through it again. So, if you see, if you map the English to the Sanskrit, we have seen the word to word here, but if we see the phrase to phrase, this supreme signs. So that is actually referring to Imam, the science. Uh, the supreme science was thus received through the chain of disciplic succession. Was thus received. Received is praptam. And through disciplic succession, parampara, by disciplic succession. 
Now, this word parampara, I think when I was a young boy, there was a serial like this, you know, parampara. It's about family. Usually, parampara is also used to signify family tradition. Um, like, um, um, from, from what? Grandfather to father to son to, you know, then, I mean, then his son and grandson like that. So, this is also called parampara. But that is Shukra Parampara. This is Bhagavat Parampara. Shukra means semen, seminal. Um, so by by uh, seminal Parampara. So nowadays they think the Brahmanas, uh, they think they become Brahmanas by this seminal uh, rite. But that is not the thing here because although here also, if you see the previous verse, Imam Vivasvate Yogam Proktavanaham Avyayam Vivasvan Manave Praha Manu Ikshvakave Bhravit. So it is actually from Vivasvan to his son and then Manu to his son. So it is like, it looks like a family, right? But the word in here is actually, if you see the 4.1, the word here is Praha. Praha. Ispraha means, you see, told. That means, it is not just because of Janma. It happened to be that they were their sons, but then they were also disciples because they received knowledge. And this, the father gave the knowledge, they told, they spoke. So, that is the main thing. The transference of, or the transmission of uh, spiritual transcendental knowledge. That is what qualifies the parampara here. In those days, um, especially in the, I mean, beginning of humankind, the Manu, you know, he is the father of mankind. So, his father, so just like Brahma, Brahma was um, instructed by Krishna himself, Lord Vishnu himself. But then Brahma was the son of Lord Vishnu. He came from the lotus flower, which emanated from the navel of Lord Vishnu. So, he is also son. So, it is not wrong that son becomes a disciple and in those exalted families and then especially in the, at the beginning of creation the population was so less and all of them were you know in fact even Brahma to Narada Narada was the son of Brahma again so in that way but it is never because of seminal right birthright no it is never because of birthright so it is not a Shukra Parampara that's why in the for the asuras the spiritual master is shukracharya it's like a kulaguru so this kulaguru business is not very much um, what is that revered in the bhagavad circles because this kulaguru sometimes they are you know many times most of the time they are not qualified yeah. so that by by just um, shukra parampara it is not the qualification doesn't come praha praha means told so that means it's a guru-disciple relationship, not just an ordinary father and son relationship. Evam parampara praptam imam rajarshayo viduhu. See? Rajarshaya. We have seen this word yesterday also. Um, 
So Raja Rishaya means Imam Vivaswati Yogam Praktvanaham Abhyam Oh, the word Rajashi was not there in the verse itself. But uh, we have looked upon this word Rajarishaya and we have expanded upon this. So Rajarishaya means Raja means king and Rishaya means saintly persons. So this king is supposed to be a saintly person that we have seen yesterday. So here Rajarishaya, the saintly kings understood it in that way. Understood. Viduhu. Viduhu. You see, Viduhu means understood. By the great force of time, yogo parantapa, the signs uh, of this uh, devotional service became scattered or became lost. But in course of time, the succession was broken and therefore the signs as it is appears to be lost. Now, we have to closely look at this verse because the parampara here sir kale neha mahata the by the force of time the knowledge was lost the science was lost what is that force of time the force of time means um, in the course of time the persons actually this this is called sanatan dharma it is an eternal religious principle how is it that over time it became lost so it is not that that's why if you, if you say if you see there it seemingly it is lost but it was just forgotten in human society and the the science itself doesn't change it is the same thing but the transmission was not pure the message was not handed down properly that's when the succession is broken that's why you see here evam parampara praptam sometimes especially uh, we are proponents of the ritvik system which Prabhupada laid out very clearly and they say oh you are you are stopping the parampara you know by saying that nobody is the guru after Srila Prabhupada but Srila Prabhupada gave the system where this he, he, he gave the Ritvik system where everybody can be his disciple not anybody else's disciple and how are we they say we are stopping the parampara by saying that Ritvik system we have to follow after Srila Prabhupada's um, physical departure there is nobody to continue after that so that is not called stopping parampara stopping parampara does not mean that the body of the spiritual master is no more uh, visible therefore the you know parampara is uh, stopped no here what is the what is the focus here evam parampara praptam imam this this signs of devotional service krishna consciousness is received so it, the, the focus is on that science and that science is received Rajarsha uh, Viduhu and the saintly kings, the disciples, they understood it in that way. So as long as the science is being received and it, if it is understandable by the disciple, what is the difficulty? And especially so when Srila Prabhupada himself gave in the system that you know uh, he is a spiritual master. In written, I mean in writing he gave it. The July 9th letter, the will, uh, everything points to the same thing. Even the May 28th conversation points to the same thing. Uh, and his actions, we have actually gone through this in the Ritvik webinar seminar, uh, the series. If you have not watched it, you please go and after this you know, session, you, know, you please go and watch through those five sessions. It is long, yes, each of them are like three hours. But those 
15 hours that you will put will save you a whole lifetime of trouble. So, and he said the succession was broken, the science was lost. Again, when did the succession uh, was considered broken? When was the succession considered broken? When the science was lost. He did not say Sharira Nashtaha Parantapa. Guru Sharira Nashtaha Parantapa. No. That would mean that when the body of the spiritual master is no more around, uh, that means the succession is broken. Immediately some other person must sit down there. The next in succession. But that was never the case. Yogo Nashtaha Parantapa. When the science was lost, then the succession is considered broken. And Krishna says in the next verse that that's why Arjuna, I have come and today I'm going to tell you that same science which I was I, I spoke to Sun God, and I'm I'm going to repeat it again. So this is how Krishna will Krishna will reinstate the parampara by either coming down himself or sending a bona fide representative, and it makes it very clear that it is the same science again. So in this way we have to understand, yeah, yoga nashta parantapa. That's why in this connection. Uh, 2.6. No. 8. Is that? No, not this one. 2.9.8. Yeah, I think 2.9.8. 2.8. Okay, yes. You see this? 2.9.8 in the purport. The best way of understanding is to accept such divine instruction. You see, okay, we'll read from let's see the verse itself. Let's Divyam Sahasrabdam Amoghadarshano Jitanilatma Vijito Bhayendriyaha Atapyata now you see, Lord Brahma underwent penances for 1000 years by the calculations of the demigods. He heard this transcendental vibration from the sky and he accepted it as divine. Thus he controlled his mind and senses and the penances he executed were a great lesson for the living entities. Thus he is known as the greatest of all ascetics. Purport. Lord Brahma heard the occult sound tapa, but he did not see the person who vibrated the sound, and still he accepted the instruction as beneficial for him, and therefore he engaged himself in meditation for 1000 celestial years. One celestial year is equal to 6 times 30 times 12 times 1000 of our years. This is calculation. His acceptance of the sound was due to his pure vision of the absolute nature of the Lord. And due to his correct vision, he made no distinction between the Lord and the Lord's instruction. Look at that. So, there is no difference between Krishna and his instruction. So, now Krishna is not there personally to talk to us like he did for Arjuna. But the book, the Bhagavad Gita is his instruction. And when when the Bhagavad Gita is there, it is as good as Krishna is there. So, if you want to talk to Krishna, open the Bhagavad Gita, let him talk to you. 
when you're reading it your krishna is talking to you we have to take it that way it's not about taking it that it is that way it is whether we accept it or not hmm. just a second so you see this is how we have to accept the see that's why proper said here in the purport his acceptance of the sound was due to his pure vision of the absolute nature of the lord and due to his correct vision he made no distinction between the lord and the lord's instruction there is no difference between the lord and sound vibration coming from him even though he is not personally present the same is true for the guru the authorized acharya Prabhupada is not physically present, but there is no difference. Because even if, if Prabhupada was personally physically present here, what he would speak, he would speak the same thing that is in the book. He would not speak something else. Right? The best way of understanding is to accept such divine instruction. And Brahma, the prime spiritual master of everyone, is the living example of this process of receiving transcendental knowledge. See how Prabhupada is saying the brahma the prime spiritual master of everyone is the living example of this process of receiving transcendental knowledge the um, in this con they criticize us that oh you know there is never in the parampara you know the, but the person the first person in the parampara itself brahma he received through this process and he is prabhupada is saying he is the living example of this process you see he is the living example of this process of receiving transcendental knowledge what this process what is that process of accepting the instruction even though when the vibrator was not physically present and brahma is the living example they say it is never in the parampara no history in the parampara no precedence where well, here is the precedence are the first person in the parampara did that the potency of transcendental sound this is very important the potency of transcendental sound is never minimized because the vibrator is apparently absent so prabhupada's words his books are never minimized you can read after 1000 years 5000 years down the line and still get the same benefit you see that therefore the shrimad bhagavatam or bhagavad gita or any other revealed scripture in the world is never to be accepted as ordinary mundane sound without transcendental potency one has to receive the transcendental sound from the right source that is important and first thing accept it from the right source which is the bona fide spiritual master coming in the parampara system and accept it as reality sarvameta dritam manye like arjuna did whatever you say krishna i accept as truth that is how we have to accept it and prosecute the direction without hesitation three things three things we have to do one has to receive the transcendental sound from the right source accept it as reality and prosecute the direction without hesitation the secret of success is to receive the sound from the right source a bona fide spiritual master mundane manufactured sound has no potency and as such seemingly transcendental sound received from an unauthorized person also has no potency mundane manufactured sound has no potency and such seemingly transcendental sound received from an unauthorized person also has no potency so who is an unauthorized person an unauthorized person is he who disobeys the order of his spiritual master then he becomes unauthorized 
so what should I, like you may say like like we are having this class now <laughs> i am definitely not a bona fide spiritual master now i'm just um, trying to advance in this krishna consciousness myself so does it have any potency so because we are following the instructions of shila prabhupad it is prabhupad's potency that is you know acting not mine uh, not ours so this is how we have to understand but if i disobey if if there is disobedience and if i accept myself as guru without any authorization of prabhupad if i disobey his order then it becomes asara useless that is explained in the chaitanya charitamrita adrila 12th chapter one should be qualified enough to discern such transcendental potency and either by discriminating or by fortunate chance if one is able to receive the transcendental sound from the bona fide spiritual master his path of liberation is guaranteed the disciple however must be ready to execute the order of the bona fide spiritual master as lord brahma executed the instruction of his spiritual master the lord himself following the order of the bona fide spiritual master is the only duty of the disciple and this completely faithful execution of the order of the bona fide spiritual master is the secret of success this is very important this whole paragraph this two paragraphs of the purport and the translation itself so this is exactly what we are going through and we will go to that adarila Hmm. see this this is about um advaitacharya his sons advaitacharya's sons so he had six sons three of them followed his instruction and three of them deviated now although the <laughs> mahavishnu himself advaitacharya his three sons deviated you know so he wants to show that it is not just by shukra or by seminal or descent that one becomes uh, one has this birthright to devotional service oh i am advaitacharya's son therefore i am qualified i am personally the son of mahavishnu no if i but if i don't follow then i become useless actually we are all we all are sons of krishna right why we became useless why we are suffering in this world because we have gone against him not only advaitacharya's sons are the sons of mahavishnu we all are we all are sons of krishna saying Uh, says in the 14th chapter of 4th verse of bhagavad gita sarvayonishu kaunteya sambhavanti murte murte sarvayonishu kaunteya the last verse is aham bija pradah pita okay <laughs> i have to see the verse again murtayah murtayah sambhavanti yah tasam brahma mahadyonir aham bija pradah pita aham bija pradah pita Sarvayonishukante, not only of human beings, but of all species of life. Uh, it should be understood that all species of life, O son of Kunti, are made possible by birth in this material nature, and that I am the seed-giving father. So he is the father of everyone. <clears throat> so, but if we don't follow his instructions, then we'll become useless. Now, this is explaining that. Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila, twelfth chapter, eighth verse, I think through almost twelfth verse. प्रथमेत एक मत आचार्य गण पाछे 
two different opinions as ordained by providence the words daiver karan indicate that by dint of providence or by god's will the followers of advaita acharya divided into two parties such disagreement among the disciples of one acharya is also found among the members of the gaudiya math now he is referring to his own spiritual masters movement bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur's movement and he is saying here that such disagreement happened also among the members of the gaudiya math in the beginning during the presence of om vishnupada paramahamsa parivrajaka acharya ashtottara shata shri shrimad bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur prabhupad all the disciples worked in agreement but just after his disappearance they disagreed one party strictly followed the instructions of bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur but another group created their own concoction about executing his desires now what is his desires bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur at the time of his departure requested all his disciples to form a governing body and conduct missionary activities cooperatively he did not instruct a particular man to become the next acharya but just after his passing away his leading secretaries made plans without authority to occupy the post of acharya and they split into two factions over who the next acharya would be exactly what happened in iskon after shila prabhupad left physically immediately they disagreed there was there was this all the leading secretaries they immediately made plans without authority to occupy the post of acharya they did that and it was the start of the ruination of the entire movement so that is what is spoken of here and prabhupada is giving us a direct hint of his own spiritual masters movement and how it got disintegrated because of this disobedience and the same thing again happened here consequently both factions were asara or useless because they had no authority who are the both factions not that the people who had these two opinions no one party strictly followed the instructions of baksidan saraswatako that is who prabhupada who conducted the preaching the others they split into two the ones who disobeyed they split into two that you know who is the next acharya or oh, this per- this party said no this person should be the next acharya and this party said no this person should be the next acharya and in this way they fought so they were useless but the one who is following the instructions of the bhaktisiddhant saraswati thakur he is not useless he is the one prabhupada was the one who really actually brought this movement all over the world so despite the spiritual masters order to form a governing body and execute the missionary activities of the gaudiya math the two unauthorized factions began litigation that is still going on after 40 years with no decision now in india also is going on litigation yeah. therefore we do not belong to any faction but because the two parties busy dividing the material assets of the gaudiya math institution stopped the preaching work we took up the mission of bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur and bhakti vinod thakur to preach the cult of chaitanya mahaprabhu all over the world under the protection of all the predecessor acharyas and we find that our humble attempt has been successful we followed the principles especially explained by shri vishwanath chakravarti thakur in his commentary on the bhagavad gita verse beginning vyavasayatmaka buddhire kehe kurunandana according to this instruction of vishwanath chakravarti thakur it is the duty of a disciple to follow strictly the orders of his spiritual master the secret of success and advancement in spiritual life is the firm faith of the disciple in the orders of his spiritual master the vedas confirms this yasya deve para bhaktir yatha deve tatha gurau ஆச்சாரியர் 
We must, one must judge every action by its result. The members of the self-appointed Acharya's party who occupied the property of the Gaudiamat are satisfied, but they could not make, but they could make no progress in preaching. Therefore, by the result of their actions, one should know that they are asara or useless, whereas the success of the ISKCON party, this International Society for Krishna Consciousness, which strictly follows Guru and Gauranga, is increasing daily all over the world. So, this was at the time of Prabhupada. Now, ISKCON, from what Prabhupada left, ISKCON, to us, it has disintegrated. The numbers may increase, but the quality we are talking about, you know, quality, the philosophies that are being preached, it has been watered down so much. Hmm. And unimaginable things happened in the society, um, which we don't want to mention in this class, you know. So that bad things happened because of disobedience. So if we see the next verse, see here, here, Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur wanted to print as many books as possible and distribute them all over the world. We have tried our best in this connection and we are getting results beyond our expectations. Now next verse. Some of the disciples strictly followed the orders of the Acharya and others deviated independently concocting their own opinions under the spell of Daivi Maya. See, this is where we are also. We have actually gone through this whole thing in the Ritvik webinar series. So this the, this verse beginning describes the beginning of a schism. When disciples do not stick to the principle of accepting the order of their spiritual master, immediately there are two opinions. Any opinion different from the opinion of the spiritual master is useless. So Srila Prabhupada never appointed any guru. Nowadays in Iskand there are so many gurus. Prabhupada never appointed them. So when we disobey the order, that's when the parampara becomes broken. That's when the parampara is broken. But otherwise, the parampara is intact. They say we broke the parampara because you know, we are, you know, we are not having any person next after Prabhupada. So now they have right next after Prabhupada. They claim. Then why in the Bhagavad Gita introduction there are only thirty-two names? Where is the thirty-third name? Who is that follower? They say the parampara is continuing. Why don't they mention those continuation names? No, not allowed. By their own rule, it's not allowed to put their names inside the parampara. Only 30 seconds, Prabhupada stopped there. Because that is actually the truth. By Krishna's mercy, the 33rd name is not coming there. It will never come. Uh, they tried actually in languages other than English. I have seen in the Bengali Bhagavad Gita, they have added 33rd name, Jayapataka Swami. Then after that, I think they removed again. So, nobody is allowed to do that. <laughs> how, can we, how can a person be removed from the parampara? Resign from the parampara? So, you know, these are very important things, you know, we, otherwise we will get, um, uh, what is that, misled by these false leaders. <clears throat> the order of the spiritual master is the active principle in spiritual life. Anyone who disobeys the order of the spiritual master immediately becomes useless. So, this is the thing. We have to just follow the order. That's it. The order is very clear, the Ritvik system. So, we have to follow that. Then the, then the whole Sampradaya will become, you know, will be authorized. Our preaching will be effective. We will not go into so many problems. Hmm. So, going back to the... 
योगो नष्ट ंगल in india especially especially in north india you know this bhagavat katha you know this ram katha krishna katha will be going on bhagavat saptaha and all these things we can't go and listen to all these things from professional speakers no they have to come in a parampara that's why we cannot because they cannot they only chant all these bhagavat shlokas for their own remuneration for their own living they make a living out of it so that's not the point one must dedicate like prabhupada see he dedicated and preached this message all over the world without any personal interest that should be the person that kind of person we should listen to <clears throat> as soon as the original purpose and also the 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 purpose of the bhagavad gita they change they ha- they interpret in their own ways sometimes they are so called you know dedicated people but mayavadis and mayavadis mayavadis means they just impersonal you know uh, they don't accept krishna as the person god means for them is impersonal yes he came in the form of krishna but actually he is that nirakar brahma that's what they think so that's not that's not the th- that's not the reality at all krishna is saying i am the supreme person and whoever thinks i am impersonal he is a fool as soon as the original purpose was scattered by the motives of the unscrupulous commentators there arose the need to reestablish the disciplic succession and this is when the disciplic succession is considered broken the original purpose was scattered by the motives of the of the unscrupulous commentators there arose the need to reestablish the disciplic succession 5000 years ago it was detected by the lord himself that the disciplic succession was broken and therefore he declared that the purpose of the gita appeared to be lost the purpose of the gita appeared to be lost in the same way at the present moment also there are so many editions of the gita especially in english but almost all of them are not according to authorized disciplic succession there are innumerable interpretations rendered by different mundane scholars but almost all of them do not accept the supreme personality of godhead krishna although they make a good business on the words of shri krishna because if they write their own book nobody will buy if they say bhagavad gita oh bhagavad because people have already a, a reverence for bhagavad gita so in the, yet they using krishna's name and making good money selling their books but the purpose their the purpose of their books is not to promote krishna is their own agendas and masking krishna try to kill krishna kill krishna's message they are as good as kamsa who wanted to kill krishna so although they chant krishna krishna but they or you know talk about bhagavad gita but their purpose is not to surrender to him or to help others surrender to krishna they have their own motives they are actually kamsa because kamsa also was thinking always of krishna always but in enmity so these people although they are not looking like enemies of krishna i want to kill krishna but they are doing the same thing effectively as we have understood in the very beginning in that 2.9.8 brahma he understood because of his perfect vision he understood that there is no difference between the lord and his instruction 
and he accepted it like that so there is no difference between the lord and his instruction so the the tendency or the the mood to kill krishna like kamsa or the tendency to kill krishna's philosophy and present something else is the same thing because there is no difference between krishna and his instruction so whether you want to kill krishna or whether you want to kill krishna's uh, teachings is the same thing but the, the these people are even more dangerous than the demons like kamsa because kamsa honestly um, exhibited his anger and his uh, antagonistic nature but these people are even more dangerous than them because in the guise of so called devotees and people think oh this is a great saint you know and, and, and like that but they are speaking philosophy which is totally against krishna they are even more dangerous because they are coming in a disguise just like ravan he was the demon but he came in a disguise of a sadhu and cheated mother sita so that is even more dangerous when they you know like they say what is that uh, wolf in the sheep's clothing so that is even more dangerous just like um, shankracharya's advaita philosophy mayavad philosophy is prachanna bauddham hidden or veiled or costumed buddhism it is, buddhism means straight up no god but mayavadism means yes there is god but you know he doesn't have a form he doesn't have all attributes he doesn't have any qualities he doesn't have a face he doesn't have a body but there is god but what is the meaning then if i say that your father has no face no body no no mind no intelligence what does that mean the means of no father i am insulting father correct so like that this mayavadi philosophy is like that it is insult complete insult the others they are rejecting god but here they are presenting a god and insulting him and saying there is no god so in in a misdirected manner they are taking shelter of vedas vedas are meant to vedas to survive ahameva vedya krishna is saying in the 15th chapter 15th verse by all the vedas i am to be known but they are speaking about vedas but not about krishna now what is the vedas vedas for then is a waste of time that such reading so this is this is what we have to stay away from chaitanya mahaprabhu said mayavad bhashya sunile hoy sarvanash if we hear mayavad philosophy our devotional service will become completely spoiled destroyed whatever little advancement we made also will be gone because it's complete insult to the supreme personality of godhead and by hearing such insult of the supreme personality of godhead we are also partaking of that offense just like when we sit we have read the other day that when we sit in a place where meat is being eaten we also partake of the sins of that place similarly if we listen to an offensive statement about krishna coming from a so called saint and with a saffron colored cloth and all that it is just nonsense it is offensive and to listen to that and not go away and stop hearing from that and continue to listen to that that means it is offensive i'll show you one verse 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.40 10.74.
whether we hear the criticism of the Lord or His faithful devotee, if we hear such criticism, we will be bereft of pious credit and we will fall down. So we cannot hear criticism of a of the Lord or His devotee, faithful devotee. You know, sometimes sometimes they say, "Oh, you are criticizing his con devotees, you know, your gurus and all." That's not criticism. We are honestly presenting. Actually, they are criticizing Prabhupada. I mean, they are going against Prabhupada. Prabhupada is the faithful devotee of Krishna. Uh, and his order is being compromised. Is that not, uh, you know, a grave offense? So, we are just, I mean, uh, showing it honestly, what is going on. But, if a person has no fault and we unnecessarily, you know, find some fault, manufacture some fault and, you know, and then, propagate that. That is very, very, very offensive. The first offense to the holy name is that. Uh, we do not manufacture anything. We are just showing what Prabhupada's documents are and you know, see how he said that he has to be the Guru and how they have disobeyed this simple order of Prabhupada. We are just showing honestly what is the facts. But to manufacture faults and then try to propagate that, that is very, very big mistake. And of course, Anyone who fails to immediately leave the place when he hears the criticism of the Supreme Lord, finish, will fall down. So we cannot hear, therefore. Havaishnavom khodgiranam potam harikathamritam. Mukhodgiranam. See this? Avaishnava Mukhodgirinam Bhutam Harikathamritam Shravanam Naiva Kartavyam Sarpochishtam Yathapayaha One should not hear anything about Krishna from a non-Vaishnava. Milk touched by the serpents of uh, lips of a serpent has poisonous effects. Similarly, talks about Krishna given by a non-Vaishnava are also poisonous. Talks given by Krishna, about Krishna are poisonous. How can talks about Krishna be poisonous? Krishna is so powerful. We have read in the Ishopanishad that he is so powerful that he can purify even the impure place. Uh, it is called prophylactic. Shuddham, apapa vidham. How come Krishna's talks have become poisonous? The attitude of service. That is what makes the topic, you know, Krishna is always pure. But if we hear, then we will have a wrong idea about Krishna and his devotional service. And, beca- and because of that, everything will be spoiled. One can keep on chanting Krishna, 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 but if he does not surrender to Krishna, if he has his own motives, own interpretations, own agendas, then he will never get any, you know, um, advancement like this. See. Bahu Janma Chaitanya Charitamrita Adilila 8th chapter 16th verse Bahujan Makare Jadi Shravana Kirtan Tabutana Paya Krishna Pade Premadhan If one is infested with the ten offenses in the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, despite his endeavor to chant the holy name for many births, he will not get the love of Godhead. That is the ultimate goal of this chanting. If you are infested with offenses. 
So if you offend Krishna, we, we can keep on, you know, talking about Krishna and all that. We will never make any advancement, nor the people who hear us. So we should hear from a bona fide source who is um, faithful to the his spiritual master and Krishna. Such discussions will be helpful in one's progress. <clears throat> this spirit is demonic. They want to make good business out of Krishna, words of Krishna, but they reject Krishna himself. This spirit is demonic because demons do not believe in God but simply enjoy the property of the Supreme, like Ravana. He did not want Ram, but he wanted to enjoy the property of Ram. Sita and also even the Lanka also, everything is the property of Lord Ram Sundar Bhagavan. But he wanted to enjoy and of course personally he wanted to enjoy Sita also. What happened to him? And that's exactly will be the destination of everybody. Of course, Ravan was fortunate enough to be killed by Ram. But others, no. No. The laws of Maya will take care and throw him to hell. So the demons do not believe in God but simply enjoy the property of the Supreme. So these commentators, they talk on Bhagavad Gita but they just want to enjoy reputation, money, this following, all these things. But they have no devotion to Krishna. They never proclaim him as the supreme personality of Godhead. We should not hear from them, therefore. Since there is a great need of an edition of the Gita in English, as it is received by the Parampara, Disciplic Succession System, an attempt is made herewith to fulfill this great want. And that's Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita accepted as it is, is a great boon to humanity because if it is accepted as a treatise of philosophical speculation, sorry, but if it is accepted as a treatise of philosophical speculations, it is simply a waste of time. As we have learned yesterday, it is apaurusheya, it is not given by any mundane person. So, we cannot speculate. Uh, it is not debatable. There is no, nothing debatable. Arjuna is okay, let's, Krishna, you speak and let, let me see and let's have a debate here. No, he did not say. I am your, you know, disciple, a soul surrender to you, please instruct me. That is the attitude we must come to. And then when he instructed him, I said, yes, I accept as truth, whatever you have said. And not only accept, I, I will follow, karishe vachanam tava. I will do whatever you say. That is disciple. And then only can we understand Bhagavad Gita. And Arjuna, you know, he fought with his own relatives. You know how hard it is. Krishna wanted to test his devotion. He put his own family members in, the, in front of him. Now fight. If you really have any love for me, fight with your own kinsmen. I want to see how much love. That does not mean that love to Krishna means fight with the relatives. No. But the test, you see, how much sacrifice. Krishna wants to see how much we want to sacrifice for Krishna. Uh, whether we are prepared to fulfill his orders, no matter what. Uh, that is what he wants to see. So that is the lesson we have to learn and that is this parampara system. So parampara... Prabhupada said, disciplic succession means disciplic conclusion. Hmm. Of course, one may ask, oh, that means, you know, just hearing is enough, then I will read Rupa Goswami's books and, you know, I will you know, understand. I will read his books. So, Rupa Goswami is my spiritual master. Um, so, for this, Prabhupada also covered this because in the 2.9.7, hmm, In order 
the message of Srimad Bhagavatam is coming down by disciplic succession. And in order to receive the real message of Srimad Bhagavatam, one should approach the current link or spiritual master in the chain of disciplic succession. The current link. He did not say current living link. No, current link. That is Srila Prabhupada. So, there is no problem at all in becoming Prabhupada's disciple. And Prabhupada wanted it that way. And even philosophically we are showing you. Even precedence there was. Brahma himself, there was in Apasampradaya, Apasampradaya. You know, they, we are not following Sampradaya properly. They say like this. We are, you know, we are not following the Parampara. But we are following the Parampara. But the first person himself did that. He never saw the... He did not see that uh, the person who vibrated the sound, but he f- accepted it as divine. So this is how we have to understand the message of Bhagavatam. And associate with devotees who are... Um, who increase that faith in Prabhupada. That's the devotees we have to associate with. Hmm. So then we will be positively, our advancement is positively assured. Otherwise, our fall down is positively assured. So this is the topic for today. And uh, any questions or comments on this topic so far? So let's see if we have questions. Looks like we have some questions. Hmm. <clears throat> so We will first take um, Bhakta Virendra's questions. There is also a question about uh, women gurus. We will address that towards the end. First, we take the question of Bhakta Virendra. Do you consider Srila Prabhupada's established Ritvik system to be bona fide parampara as compared to disciplic system prevalent in ISKCON who follow physical guru system? Guru is never about physical. The spirit is not material. So, the spirit means that is, it's not matter. So, the body of the spiritual master is never the subject. Viduhu, the, we have to hear from the spiritual master. Even Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, we should not be very eager to see the spiritual master, but hear him. He said, don't try to see the spiritual master. Hear him. Listen to him. Look what he is speaking first. A fool is not known until he opens his mouth. And even, if you see, there is a nice explanation by Prabhupada here also. In the 2.54 Sthita Pragnasya Kabhasha Samadhistasya Keshava Sthitadi Kim Prabhasheta Kimasita Vrajeta Kim See Arjuna asked Oh Krishna, what are the symptoms of one whose consciousness is thus merged in, merged in transcend, transcendence? How does he speak? And what is his language? How does he sit and how does he walk? Now here Prabhupada is explaining, explaining here, as a rich man has his symptoms by which he is known as a rich man, as a diseased man has his symptoms by which he is known as diseased, or as a learned man has his symptoms, so a man in transcendental consciousness of Krishna has specific symptoms in various dealings. One can know his specific symptoms from the Bhagavad Gita. Most important is how the man in Krishna consciousness speaks. 
for speech is the most important quality of any man it is said that a fool is undiscovered as long as he does not speak and certainly a well dressed fool cannot be identified unless he speaks but as soon as he speaks he reveals himself at once whether one is a saintly person or a fool it depends on what he is speaking the immediate symptom of a krishna conscious man is that he speaks only of krishna and of matters relating to him other symptoms then automatically follow as stated below so the speaking is the most important thing so now if they are saying something which is not bona fide if they say physical guru system this is not proper this is not even even bhaktivinoda thakur also said that you know so of course of course this is bona fide the ritvik system because shri prabhupad actually set that up shri prabhupad set that up and in writing we have gone through this and if you have not gone through this please watch the um, what is that um, the guru system the ritvik webinar series that we did the five videos please watch is very very important for everyone next question um, <clears throat> how bona fide is the narayan maharaj group so for those of you who do not know there is one um, narayan maharaj who passed away right now uh, i think about 2 3 years back so he was the disciple of the sanyas guru of prabhupad sanyas guru is not really a guru who he is just the person who awards the sanyas so sanya prabhupad took sanyas from um, bhakti pragyana keshav maharaj so narayan maharaj happened to be his disciple so after the disappearance of prabhupad then narayan maharaj at one point he became guru i mean he was initiating and he accepted prabhupada's disciples and you know he was talking very diplomatically criticizing prabhupada many ways i mean there are so many instances so he was demeaning prabhupada and putting him down and calling him always uh, bhaktivedanta swami ji instead of calling him by the title prabhupada first of all he was addressing him as uh, swami ji, swami uh, bhaktivedanta you know like that he used to address him first of all that is a first sign of that he has no respect next um <laughs> so many times um he actually spoke on the 932 verse also and you know he he spoke how prabhupada was wrong in the translation of that verse you know <clears throat> women are not less intelligent they are also intelligent you know he was speaking like that and so many things actually you know i can list down a whole lot of things so that so basically he wanted to capture prabhupada's men and make them his own disciples reinitiate them all this he did is a complete bogus complete bogus narayan maharaj um, that if you want the answers point blank this is the short answer absolutely bogus person completely unauthorized he may be yes he knows many many shlokas that doesn't matter if one has no respect for the acharya huh? and if he doesn't follow then no point all the, what what happens you see let's see let's see of a learned man what happens to such a person he can be as learned as brahaspati you know doesn't matter shrimad bhagavatam canto 7 chapter 15 text 26 yasya sakshat bhagavati gyana deepa prade gurau martya sadhihi shrutam tasya sarvam kunjara shauchavat the spiritual master should be considered to be directly the supreme lord because he gives transcendental knowledge for enlightenment consequently for one who maintains the material conception that the spiritual master is an ordinary human being by not calling him the title prabhupada he is equating him to ordinary human being 
he has got a title why don't you call him like that <clears throat> consequently for one who maintains a material conception that the spiritual master is an ordinary human being everything is frustrated his enlightenment and his vedic studies and knowledge are like the bathing of an elephant bathing of an elephant he puts all the water into the river he goes into the river and showers so much water onto himself with this trunk and then comes out on the land and put all the sand back so it is like that after all their studies they go and offend this um, pure devotee and then all the dust of um, sinful activity again come come back comes back on them they doing that so it doesn't matter how learned he is how how much he is adherent to the instructions that is what matters he should not have even interfered with our movement if at all he should have advised them a proper set rhythmic system so you please follow like this that would have been so good of him and everyone would have been respecting him even now or even for eternity for having done that if he had done that but now the thing that he has done is completely offensive to prabhupada so completely useless next uh, question by bhaktin puja but sometimes people criticize god in front of us what should we do in that condition we can't argue because those are in the group no 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 we should argue we should present we should present god you see this is what happens you you have seen you have seen na that was 107440 you have to leave that place either leave the group or defeat that person in argument now there is this verse 104410 of shrimad bhagavatam kanto 10 chapter 44 text 10 nasabham pravishet pragnyah sabhya doshan anusmaran abruvan vibruvan agnyo narah kelbishamashnute a wise person should not enter an assembly if he knows the participants there are committing acts of impropriety see that and if having entered such an assembly he fails to speak the truth speaks falsely or pleads ignorance he will certainly incur sin so we will incur sin if we enter an assembly where there is you know something wrong going on especially against the supreme lord and if we don't if we fail to speak up for the lord if we we speak falsely or we we pretend as if nothing went wrong then we will certainly incur sin we have to speak up when it is necessary we cannot remain silent we cannot be like non violent no 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 that's not our business our business is to present the truth we have to fight for krishna if needed we can't be cowards so whether it is in a group or whether it's in the front of the world world stage whatever it doesn't matter Uh, we have to present krishna as he is if somebody is insulting him we have to prove him wrong huh tell him na hey with the tongue with which you are insulting god is given by him only you think you made your tongue you made your tongue did you manufacture your tongue so don't use it and uh, don't use it against the, against the lord hmm? you say oh my mother manufactured but your mother did not know how the tongue happened she was just bearing the weight of the child in the in the womb who made the tongue who made all these parts of the body who engineered this whose order huh? you and every breath of air you are taking every water you are drinking every drop of water you are drinking every grain of food you are eating is completely given by god and you dare to speak against him you did not manufacture this world but somebody manufactured because everything is very orderly right you may not see the manufacturer yes but doesn't mean there is no manufacturer just like you buy a car 
say Toyota. Do you do you ask that I want to see the Toyota? I mean CEO of Toyota, whether he's whether he's there or not. No, we just use the car. Uh, so similarly, Krishna has given us these things. Uh, we don't we can't oh you show me God, otherwise you know I, I don't believe it. What is that? Where is your eyes to see God? You don't know even yourself who you are. You don't know that you are Atma also. You can't even see your own Atma uh, that you are. And how can you see the Paramatma? Uh, tell him. Uh, defeat him. So either we defeat, if we are, you know, uh, if we are philosophically, if we can answer him. And if we can't answer him, we should leave that place. Leave the group. What is the point of being in a group where we are hearing offenses? And you know, this is what happens. We have, I will see again that verse, you see. 107440 Anyone who fails to immediately leave the place where he hears criticism of the Supreme Lord or his faithful devotee will certainly fall down. We want to fall down? Do we want to fall down? That's what we need to question ourselves. Am I willing to fall down from my position and suffer hellish life by and be in this group or leave this group and advance in my spiritual life? Which is more important, to be in the group and go to hell or to get out of the group and go back to Krishna? Which is important? If the group is important or Krishna is important? That, like that we have to uh, learn and discern properly. And if we can defeat him by argument, uh, defeat him. It is, we should actually try to defeat. Mm, Prabhupada always, when he was confronted with an argument, of course he will not uselessly pick up debates from every, with everybody else. but when people ask him challengingly or whatever, he will answer. He will even get upset at them. There was one incident, you know, in uh, in Japan. So, I have narrated this before. So, this story, what happened in Japan, in Tokyo. So, this Indian man, he wanted to donate one building for the devotees, for the temple. So, um, he invited, um, he, you know, he, a pious Hindu man, you know, so he invited, so uh, Prabhupada also went there. But that man had his own guru, who was Mayavadi, you know. You know, everybody in India, especially in North India, they have this guru, that, that culture is there. But it is misplaced because it's not a proper guru. But anyway, he had this guru. So, <laughs> so the first Prabhupada spoke, you know, there were audience sitting, you know, devotees and his friends and the, the gurus, some disciples and you know, a group was sitting and Prabhupada was speaking about Krishna and he presented Bhagavad Gita and everything and then he was sitting on the seat and next it was the turn of that man, that guru to speak. So the, the, the thing was that, the arrangement was that Prabhupada had to get down, of his, get down the seat and that man had to come on the sit on the seat and he has to speak now. It is his turn to speak. So they arranged a program like that. That first Prabhupada speak and then his guru will speak. But Prabhupada, after his speech, he, didn't, he refused to get down. <laughs> that man, I mean that, 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 that owner of the place, he, he wanted to give the place. You know? So he wanted, you know, he was requesting Prabhupada to um, please, you know, um, my Guru Maharaj has to give... Um, lecture so please kindly uh, you can uh, let him sit down and he said he, he refused he just was you know he did not want to get uh, down at all ordinarily that would be very rude right i mean materially speaking that is kind of rude isn't it 
I mean, very rude. <laughs> but Prabhupada, Prabhupada did not care. He, his in only thing was, after all the message of Krishna that he spoke, this person is just going to speak some Mayavad and then ruin the whole thing. So, Prabhupada did not get down at all. So, already that man was offended. Wow, how come he did not give chance to for my guru to sit down? And that man, he did not know what to do. He just, standing itself, he started speaking. Because Prabhupada was not giving him the seat. And standing, he was speaking. And Prabhupada, you know, waited and let him speak for five minutes. And then he asked the devotees, start Kirtan. As he was speaking, the Prabhupada's disciples started Kirtan. And the Kirtan went so loud, nobody could hear what he was saying. And he felt very insulted. And the man who wanted to donate, he said, I will not, I'm not going to donate anymore. And the whole thing did not happen. The temple did not happen. Now, <laughs> Prabhupada, you know, when he, um, when he was asked by the, you know, disciples, uh, what was he saying, you know, why did you wait for five minutes and then after that started, asked us to start Kirtan, because they were all Westerners, so they did not know what he was speaking, he was like, Hindi and English, no mix and all that. So, no, in the beginning, in five minutes, he was talking general things, but after that, he started his Mayavadi talk, that, you know, God, Nirakar, this kind of things. And any, any god, you know, you worship is the same thing, that kind of thing you were speaking. And that's it. There's no need for, for the audience to hear this nonsense. So, we started Kirtan. That's why I asked you to start Kirtan. So, um, then the disciples told him that, you know, he, he doesn't want to give anymore. Prabhupada said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. We should not compromise. How Prabhupada showed example, you see. Are his temple, you know, he wanted to so-called give. Prabhupada said, anyway, he was not going to give. He will not give. If he is like that, the kind of attitude, he will... He should have respect for Prabhupada. Uh, that kind of offering Krishna will accept. You insult a, you know, a, a messenger who is sent by Krishna. You think Krishna will accept your building? Huh? It is not about whether he is giving, oh, how can you know he reject, you know, his, his, no. no, Krishna wants to accept it or not, first of all. He, he can have, you know, millions of dollars. But Krishna, does he want to accept his millions of, his millions of dollars? Sometimes we may think, even devotees think, he has so much money, why he can't give to Krishna? You know, we will think, or naturally sometimes, you know, when you know, somebody doesn't give and, you know, very conjus, very, very stingy about it. And we think, well, he can give, no? at least good for him. But we should know why he doesn't give. Because Krishna does not want his money. Krishna does not want his money. Because he is so sinful that he cannot give anything. Uh, so, that, that is, you know, of course, sometimes there are some difficulties. But... If he, the person has money and if he can give, nothing stopping from giving him. And he, if he doesn't give, then Krishna, you should understand that Krishna doesn't want his money. So, Krishna is the owner of everything. If he wants, he will give. If he does not want, he will not give. We should not change our thing, our stance to accommodate the people who are you know, offensive. No, we have to change them to accommodate to our philosophy. Not ours, Krishna's philosophy, which we are repeating. Uh, that should be the uh, attitude of the devotee. Always be very straightforward. If we become, a, if we are, we, if we will become known as a bad guy because of that, so be it. If if I stand for Krishna's message and for Krishna and be called a bad guy, that is better than being known as a good guy in this world, and then. I have not done anything. In fact, I have offended Krishna. Because, I mean, these people of this world will generally, generally praise people who 
are not devotees because in this material world everybody is more or less a non devotee that's why we are we are in this material world we have rejected krishna and that's why we are here so you see 2.3.19 of shrimad bhagavatam shvavidvaraho shrakharai samstutah purushah pashu nayat karna pathopeto jatu namagadagrajah men who are like dogs hogs camels and asses praise those men who never listen to the transcendental pastimes of lord sri krishna the deliverer from evils so the general population usually will praise those people who never are not interested in krishna so why we should crave for the um, what is that praise of the general population no prabhupada said i don't care for the world i care for my guru maharaj and krishna that's how we should be if we present krishna consciousness as it is the sincere people will come yes there will be others who will be who will be upset about it the demonic people will always be upset about genuine krishna consciousness just like prahlad he had no fault no fault but hiranyakashipu was so envious own father was so envious of him that he wanted to kill him what was his fault that he was devotee of narayana and prahlad maharaj he did not compromise you see You see, seven dot five dot four, Shrimad Bhagavatam. My dear King Yudhishthira, once upon a time, the king of the demons Hiranyakashipu took his son Prahlad on his lap, and very affectionately inquired, "My dear son, please let me know what you think is the best of all the subjects you have studied from your teachers, because Hiranyakashipu sent his son Prahlad to the school to learn all the materialistic subjects and how to become, you know, diplomat. Um, and uh, so after, you know, the the, the his schooling." you know the i think semester break or whatever break then you know he came and then <clears throat> asked um, hiranyakashipu asked his son what is the best thing you have learned you know just like father will ask you know, what you have learned in school today my dear you know that like that you know he asked oh, my dear son what what is the best thing you have learned tell me tell me because he was a five year old boy you know so he was you know like with with affection he was asking like this you see how prahlad maharaj knew very very well who his father was first class demon so what he said <laughs> you see श्री प्रहलाद उवाच तत्साधु मन्ये सुरवरिय देहिनाम सदा समुद्विग्न धियाम सद्ग्रहात हित्वात्मपातम ग्रहमंधकूपम वनंगतो यद्धरिमाश्रयेत He did not compromise. Oh, my father will get angry if I say Hari's or Krishna's name. So, never mind, don't say his name. Just, 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 just make him feel good. no he said he did not address although hiranyakashipu said my dear son tell me he addressed him as son but prahlad maharaj did not say my dear father no he said prahlad maharaj replied oh best of the asuras king of the demons tat sadhu manye asura variya dehinam you see asura variya oh greatest of the demons he addressed him as father like that he did not address him as father hmm You see how how bold he was, and demigods, big big devatas, they were you know scared. He he just you know put his eyebrows like that, and then they become they become scared and they hide, they run away. All the big big Indra, Chandra, all big big devatas, they used to run away from him just if he does like that. And here is Pralad, his son, five year old boy, and he is saying he did not say my dear father when Hiranyakashipu said son, oh best of the demons, best of the asuras, means first class rascal, you know. In other words. 
Prabhupada said sometimes, he used the word stalwart, de- stalwart demon. Stalwart is actually used for a good person, like exalted person, stalwart. But he, <laughs> he said stalwart demon. So like that. Oh, stalwart demon. As far as I have learned from my spiritual master, he did not name, Narad Muni was actually a spiritual master. But he, Hiranyakashipu meant Shanda and Amarka, who, was, who were the sons of Shukracharya, who were actually teaching him in school. But his spiritual master was Narad Muni, whom he heard when he was in the womb of his mother. He was in the womb of, womb of his mother for 100 years of the demigods. As long as Hiranyakashipu was meditating there, his wife was pregnant. She bore the child for that much time. I mean, those were great personalities. They could do such things. And only when Hiranyakashipu came back after his tapasya, then only she gave birth. So, he was a five-year-old boy with 100 years of experience. You know, 100 years of hearing from Narad Muni, of the demigods. Just imagine. <laughs> so, he heard from the spiritual master so much. And he said, I have learned from my spiritual master, any person who has accepted a temporary body and temporary household life is certainly embarrassed by anxiety because of having fallen in a dark well where there is no water but only suffering. One should give up this position and go to the forest, Vana. More clearly, one should go to Vrindavan where only Krishna consciousness is prevalent and should thus take shelter of Hari, the Supreme Personality of God. Here it is said Supreme Personality. Actually, the word Hari is used in the shloka. You see, Harim, Supreme Personality of Godhead. Ashrayata, Manmaste. He, without compromise, he mentioned the word Hari. No, not afraid, nothing. Never mind if my father kills me or whatever. Even after all the torture, he never changed, never compromised. Although he never went against his father and you know, got angry with him, but he never compromised. So that's how we should speak about Krishna, boldly, not compromising anything. Okay, next. Wow, so many questions came in now. Okay, the Guman Guru issue, we will answer the last. Hmm? <laughs> that is a topic in itself. So, next question by Karshuram um, Prabhu. Is there separate loka for Manu? Well, I don't know where where Manu is. Probably. There are so many you know, planets in this universe. I don't know ex- exactly if Manu has a loka. I don't, I don't know, but he must have because he's a king, you know, and he's king of the whole planet, and some planet he must be the king of, right? So probably there is a loka. I, I, I'm actually not sure, I'm not sure, honestly. Next question by Sita Devi, father who some say Ravana. Ravana is Sita's father. They must read Ramayana, you know. It's like you know that question. Oh, they have read the whole Ramayana and then now uh, heard the Ramayana and then asking who, who is Sita's father. But um, if they say Ravan, that means what did they hear Ramayana at all? I mean, come on. Janak Maharaj, of course, is the father of Sita. Of course, she was found in the earth, but Janak Maharaj picked her up, so he is the father. Therefore, she is known as Janaki, the daughter of Janak Maharaj. Yeah, I mean... So, Janak Maharaj, he added actually, Janak Maharaj, not the father, only Godfather. Not Godfather. That word is not used in the in the Ramayana. Yes, he found her in the earth. Uh, Sita, I mean, she can, she, she is just, just like Narasimhadev. He came from the pillar. 
anywhere he can appear so so can his you know consort sita is lakshmi herself she can appear before uh, without any parents and she appeared like that and mother earth being her mother so you can say you know pillar is the father of hiranyakashipu but you know if she wants it is by her own sweet will that she has appeared like that i am from the earth it is not that earth you know uh, she is uh, she is a uh, earth was the one who you know mother earth was the one who you know was um, kind enough to you know be her mother no 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 mother earth was fortunate that sita Ma- sita mata have actually happened to be known as her daughter just like vasudev and devaki were fortunate to be the parents of krishna actually they were not in fact they were not even conceived in the in the way that usually children are conceived by sexual intercourse no he came into the mind of vasudev then transferred to the mind of devaki and then into the womb of devaki there was no physical contact so the lord can appear in any way he wants so do, so can his consort and so can his devotee so they don't have to take a material father and mother so but because janak maharaj you know um, was fortunate you know one of the mahajans one of the 12 mahajans in the universe and then he you know sita accepted him her, him as the father therefore he is known as a father just like nand maharaj is not the original father of krishna right but he enjoyed more the childhood pastimes of krishna than vasudev and devaki nand maharaj and yashoda they enjoyed the childhood leela bal leela of krishna more than his his own parents vasudev and devaki so who is the father nand maharaj or vasudev both because both had the parental affection for krishna it is not the it is not the the seminal or the uh, you know seminal birthright of father and son like that this is the affection of the devotee of the devotee how they they want to serve him serve him so the mother yashoda and uh, nand maharaj they wanted to serve him as parents he accepted their service and uh, vasudev and devaki wanted uh, him as uh, son he accepted them as parents and even putana who came to you know administer poison with her breast he accepted her also as mother he can accept anybody so like that sita mata can accept anybody as father if the person is a devotee and if he wants to serve her in that way then you know she she will accept her the service of such a person such a devotee that's how we should understand this then parshuram prabhu next question how do we not remember past life when mind intelligence and ego goes to new body with soul krishna makes the makes us forget it is you know it is a very shocking experience death and birth just like if you you know there are so many cases when a person gets into a very shocking accident and then he loses his memory right he loses his memory i have seen i think you also must have seen somebody like that or heard about somebody like that so when there is that kind of intense shock it it um, upsets the memory and we forget uh, so um like that this death is a very very shocking experience and so is birth so shocking and when especially when the the baby is coming out of the womb at the time of birth is extremely painful condition is very shocking that's why the baby is come out crying and complete forgetfulness the maya immediately covers and <clears throat> if we do remember our past life we would not be able to live are this life's problems are already enough we want to remember our past life problems and our actually a fortunate soul in the womb of his mother it is said that he will remember 100 of his past lives 
He'll remember that is stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam third canto, thirty-first chapter. He'll remember one hundred of his past lives, all the things that he has done. And he will bitter so I mean repent so bitterly. He's completely depressed condition. But of course he prays to the Lord. Uh, But if we remember like that, this life problems are already too much to take. We won't remember so many life problems. So actually it is Krishna's mercy that he's allowing us to, you know, forget that so that we can get on with our life. And if we're fortunate, whatever remnants of the consciousness that we gotten from our previous life, that he remembers. So he makes us continue from there. Alright, this is this was your um, desires and I have given facility and now get on with your life. So that's how he provides. But if, if one is sincere, yes, then he will show him the the path to the bona fide guru, spiritual master. Is it something to do with brain of that particular body which dies with the body, thus memory also dies? No, no, no. No. Then why do some people remember their past life? That brain came from the past life to this life? No. So, it's not It's not to do with brain at all. That's why brain is not the real thing about memory or intelligence. The memory, in I mean, the my intelligence and false ego are the subtle body which are passed through. I mean, uh, they, they go with the soul to the next, they carry the soul to the next body. So, it has nothing to do with the brain, the physical brain. But, the Lord, you know, sometimes gives the chance to remember the past life. And by doing so, we get some faith that there is past life. So, induce that faith in us. Sometimes He makes certain persons remember. And then such stories become viral. And then people, hey, He remembered His past life, you know, this this happened. So, then then people start to question, to, to get them to question, you know. Sometimes Krishna does these things. Uh, but usually the general rule is that we forget. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. I am unable to chant 16 rounds during Brahma Muhurta. However, I chant 16 rounds before 6 p.m. evening. Is it okay? Is it okay? Yeah, it is okay. It is okay. As long as in the whole day you chant 16 rounds in the 24 hours, that is okay. Then um, Bhakti Najanya. Now I could see a short video of a Swami. He said that prasadam is made and offered for Krishna by Krishna devotees is for their own sense, sensory satisfaction. They are preparing food, what they like to eat. Then the people around him was laughing. Is he offending Krishna? I don't know whom you saw. But yeah, our mood should be to offer to Krishna and then eat the prasadam. And you should not think of enjoying the prasadam before even cooked. <clears throat> but of course, Prabhupada did give the, um, you know, uh, what is that facility that, you know, we can cook some food which is not strictly offerable in the altar. That's why, the, you know, in the, the, the picture of Krishna and then we offer to Krishna with mantra. That's how also he, you know, he allowed certain items. So, basically, prasadam is what we have to eat, you know. We have to rise to the standard of always not enjoying prasadam but honoring prasadam. Today there was a calculation of 1000 celestial years. Please explain. Okay.
where was it uh where did we read that i forgot the verse the purport where we read, read that in what context was that Yeah, we where we read that one thousand celestial years. I forgot. I mean, can you um, can somebody tell me in the comments and let me know where exactly was that hundred thousand years? I forgot actually where we read that. I thought it was in today's purport, but not or two nine eight purport. Okay, good. Yeah. So one celestial year is equal to six times thirty times twelve times one thousand of our years. Okay, let's try to understand that. <clears throat> so thirty is um, one month, and twelve is one year. I mean twelve months. So six. So basically, in the demigods' um, place, one day, six months is equal to one day. Hmm. And uh, six months is equal to one day, and six months is equal to one night. So, one year is there one day. What is that six? So one year is equal to one day. So thirty days is thirty years times twelve. Thirty times twelve is like what? Three hundred and sixty. Three hundred and sixty. Yeah. Three hundred and sixty. Wait. <laughs> what are we even calculating? Okay, let's see. <laughs> one one year is there one day. Mm -hmm. Then there is thirty days in a month. So thirty years, our thirty years is there one month. So three hundred sixty years of ours is there one year. Okay, three hundred sixty of our years is there one year. So thousand years is three hundred sixty times thousand, three hundred sixty thousand. Is that? That is, yeah. Thousand years. Sorry, wait. <laughs> I'm getting it. Twelve thirty times twelve, three hundred sixty, and that is one year, and then thousand years is three hundred sixty. So I do not know why there is six. What is a six? I do not know. Actually, even as we go higher, the The demigods actually have uh, what is that? Three hundred sixty is one year and thousand years. Yeah, three hundred sixty thousand years, right? Is that is my calculation even correct? I I don't know why. Simple maths. I'm, I usually it's not a problem for me, but so um, 
anyway this time actually increases and until we get to brahma's planet it is like so long 311 trillion 40 billion years so the swargaloka is usually that long like uh, one year is one day for them and therefore 360 days is uh, 360 years is there 360 days and one one year so that way the time is calculated but as we go even higher it's even more so i don't know which planet exactly this is but you know that many years he had you know he did so anyway next question <laughs> no what calculation is that? i don't know but proper gave the calculation next um oh jaggi vasudev said that kasam is made and offered for krishna by krishna devotees is for their own sense satisfaction they are preparing food what they like to eat oh so i i okay, i get the context so this he is a mayavadi first of all jaggi vasudev absolutely not a devotee of god he is an atheist but he tries to make business of god and shows lord shiva statue and calls him adi yogi and he doesn't mention him as a vaishnava he has his own i mean he is making he has his own agenda agenda and he just making use of the scriptures and you know to to and sometimes he even criticizes the scripture so he was actually i saw one video of him when he was asked the point blank blank question that whether there is god so he just answered like around about wait 20 minutes but he did not say that whether there is god or not god because he wants followers from all kinds of whether you are believer in god or non believer in god you can follow me you know so if he says there is no god immediately the people who believe in god like what is this what is controversial this then so he wanted to be very diplomatic very equipoised or what is it uh, uh, unilateral i mean not unilateral what is the point what is the word there it's like uh, unequivocal no that is clear equivocal yeah equivocal very equivocal answer where nobody will be offended but he'll never, nobody will get a clear answer so he is actually a crook number 1 number 1 crook hmm. just cover up you know make some clean some rivers and get some good name and speak all nonsense this is their agendas so you know complete nonsense and it is not about our satisfaction krishna said in the bhagavad gita that you offer me these things and then you eat and yagna shishtasana santo we must eat prasadam so if he is saying like that definitely he is offending krishna that is for sure because he has no faith what is that verse what is that verse from mahabharat every time we sing महाप्रसादे गोविंदे नाम ब्राह्मणि वैष्णवे स्वल्पपुण्यवताम्राजन विश्वासो नैव जायते दोज हु आर नॉट पायस कैन नॉट अंडरस्टैंड द वैल्यू ऑफ महाप्रसादम और द होली नेम ऑफ द लॉर्ड बोथ प्रसादम एंड द लॉर्ड्स नेम आर ऑन द ब्राह्मण प्लेटफार्म और स्पिरिचुअल प्लेटफार्म वन शुड नेवर कंसीडर प्रसादम टू बी लाइक ऑर्डिनरी होटल कुकिंग nor should one touch any kind of food not offered to the, de- the deity every vaishnava strictly follows this principle and does not accept any food that is not prasadam one should take prasadam with great faith and should chant the holy name of the lord and worship the deity in the temple always remembering that the deity mahaprasadam and the holy name do not belong to the mundane platform by worshiping the deity eating prasadam and chanting the hari krishna mahamantra one can always remain on the spiritual platform brahma bhuya kalpate this is this is from the chaitanya charitamrita madhilila 11.210 purport see this so those who have no piety swalpa eh? punya very very little strength of piety they have means hardly any and those people have no faith in prasadam that's why he is a nonsense from that we can that's why a fool is not known until he starts speaking he may clean rivers he may do everything 
But once he starts speaking, then you will know what kind of person he is. So if he is saying like this, then that means he is nonsense. Parashuram Prabhu, next question. Was there any reason for the Lord to come out of Brahma's eyebrows for Varahavatar? No, for Varahavatar, he did not come from Brahma's eyebrows. He came from uh, Brahma's nostrils, from his nostril. So, from Brahma's eyebrows, from between his eyebrows came Rudra, Lord Shiva. Was there any reason? Well, no. No. He's his sweet will. That's the reason. <laughs> he just wanted to come out of Brahma's nostrils, so he came. Of course, Brahma is a great devotee, so he came, he came from him. Of course, <laughs> Brahma himself came from the lotus flower from Vishnu. And he came from the nostril of Brahma. So the fullness, you know, the, the Lord has every everything is in the Lord, but still the Lord in His complete fullness can appear within from His devotee. So that's that's the beauty of the Lord. Next question by Padma Vardharaj Mataji. They say that Krishna's heart is still alive in Puri Jagannath. If it is real, then why He is helping or appearing the devotees? If we are constant chanting with concentration, also He is not responding. Why we want to improve our health? How? What? Okay, first thing, um, what I can understand, I will try to answer. So basically the question is worded like this. They say that Krishna's heart is still alive in Puri Jagannath. If it is real, then why he is helping or appearing the devotees? If we are chanting with concentration also, he is not responding. Why we want improve our health? How? So, in the last part, I don't understand. I am so sorry. But in the beginning, Krishna's heart is still alive. Krishna's heart is always alive. Krishna and Krishna's heart, there is no difference between him and his heart. Um, so, yes, you know, Puri Jagannath, he is there. And then, uh, why he is helping or appearing the devotees? He will, see, wherever the devotion is there, he is there. So, if we stand with concentration, he is not responding. How you know he is not responding? He wants. He should come before you and say, "Hello, how are you? Yes, I am here." No, <laughs> respond. You know, it is not just one minute we chant with concentration and then he will come. No, we should chant. You know, we should be prepare, prepared to chant for millions of years. Do we have the patience? And then he wants to test our patience also, like how patient we are and how enthusiastic we are, how strongly we are willing, or wanting him. He wants to see our eagerness. So, if you want to just, you know, chant for two minutes or with concentration and then immediately wants to see Krishna, how will he come? He will not come so easily, na? Uh, he will he will come. He is already there on your tongue when you are chanting. Just that we cannot see him. So, if we don't see him, the problem is not with him. He is not, it's not that he is not reciprocating. But we are not purified enough to uh, feel his reciprocation. That's why it is said, 2.3.24 See Tad Ashmasaram Hridayam Batedam Yad Grihyamanair Harinamadheyaih Navikriyethata Yadavikaro Netrejalam Gatra Ruheshu Harshah See Certainly that heart is steel-framed Stone-hearted which in spite of once chanting the holy name of the Lord with concentration does not change even when signs of transformations takes place such as tears in the eyes and ecstatic standing of the hairs on end. It is our 
<laughs> problem you know another verse is there shrinvan janardana this is from mukundamala stotra 35th verse shrinvan janardana katha guna kirtanani dehe nayasya pulakodgamaro maraji nodpadyate nayanayor vimalambu mala dhiktasya jivitamaho purushadhamasya one who hears the descriptions of lord janardan's pastimes and glorious qualities but whose bodily hair fails to bristle in ecstasy and whose eyes fail to flood with tears of pure love <clears throat> such a person is indeed the most degraded rascal what a condemned life he leads so we are the condemned lot <laughs> we we have the problem that we are unable to see his presence when we are chanting his holy name problem is with us so we need to get purified we need to chant offenselessly we are chanting with offenses we want krishna to reciprocate we are demanding basically so we should not we should always be prepared like this hmm <coughs> no No, my dear. For 10.52.43, I think. Yeah, 10.52.43. Rukmini, you know, she wrote this, she wrote this uh, love letter to Krishna and asking him to kidnap her and marry her. <clears throat> in that verse, she's in that letter, she wrote beautiful verses and this is one of the slokas. <clears throat> ಶಿಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ಟ್ಸ್
Lord Krishna, who is the lover of many devotees, may embrace this fully surrendered maid servant, or may trample me with his feet, or he may render me broken-hearted by not being present before me for a long duration of time. But still, he is nothing less than the absolute Lord of my heart. This is how we have to be chanting. Then, yes, Krishna will give us all mercy. Next question. Um, Bhakti Najanya Mataji. Some persons can predict future by seeing a person. Is the ability they acquired in past life? Is it related to extrasensory perception? Whatever it is, yogic power or astrological study or from last life, whatever yogic power he has learned, maybe it can be any of these things. He might have learned it in this life or past life. Like that. <coughs> Next question. Is Prabhupada had many extrasensory perception abilities? Of course. He can see Krishna. <laughs> you know, the greatest sensory you know, sensory perception ability is to see Krishna. Premaan jana churita bhakti vilochanena santa sadaiva hridayeshu viloka yanti yam shyama sundara machinte gunasvarupam govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami. So he is, of course, I mean, if he can see Krishna, what else he cannot see? Everything he can see. He can see the demigods, he can see the ghosts, he can see the soul, he can see the supreme soul. Everything he can say. Yeah. <laughs> Although he does not exhibit all those things, pure devotee has all mystic powers. All mystic powers. But he does not make a show of it. To show off. He uses it in service of Krishna. He is not, he's not distracted by those things. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why when, you know, some, some one time, um, one old man came, but, and, you know, he, you know, he, he started chanting, Narada Muni Bajai Vina. So, and then everybody was just chanting and along with him. They did not know what was happening. And then everybody was chanting Hare Krishna and everything was like very exciting. And after that, Prabhupada, you know, Govinda Dasi, I think she asked him, what happened, what happened? You know, Narad Muni came. You know, next day she asked, yesterday, you know, what happened? Suddenly you started singing Narad Muni Bajagina. Then Prabhupada asked her, you did not see? And she said, what? See what? Narad Muni came yesterday. You know, so, nobody could see. <laughs> he could see. So, you know, he, of course he has, but he does not make a cheap show because people want to see these cheap, cheap miracles. Prabhupada, that's why he, he did not want to exhibit any of these things. He just said, um, what is your miracle? You know, what, what miracle? You know, you can show any miracle? And I said, and then Prabhupada said, my miracle is that I can make birth, death, old age, disease disappear. That is my miracle. You want? Hmm. So, join up like them. All the shaven heads, all sannyasis. Uh, no. The one time, you know, he was in the train, you know. Prabhupada was in the train, Indian train. And he was with all his Western disciples and everybody, you know. It's a, it's a sight to watch, you know, with Prabhupada walking in front and all the, his Western disciples, all shaven, saffron, so bright-faced, all chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and everybody standing Kirtan. Nobody can miss Prabhupada, you know, when he was going like that. And, you know, of course, Indians were like, wow, wow, what is this? You know, because it was completely out of their mind, you know, what is this? You know, they knew Britishers, you know, white people as who ruled India and then who, who made Indians wear pants and, you know, <clears throat> throw their dhotis off and wear pants. So, when they saw these white people all wearing dhotis, they were like flabbergasted. What is this going on? Then, of course, he attracted so much attention like that. And when Prabhupada came and you know, sat down in the, in the train, and the, you know, so many Indians, you know, Indians, Hindus, I mean, pious, you know, they want to take blessings of sadhu. 
So everybody was rushing, oh, take want to touch Prabhupada's feet, you know. So, but his, his disciples, because they do not want to in, um, cause him any inconvenience, and you know, sometimes, you know, with their rush and, you know, what if, you know, something happens and, you know, if, if it is inconvenient for Prabhupada. So, they did not want to, <coughs> you know, they fenced him, fenced him. And then they went and they let Prabhupada, you know, get onto the train and then they guarded the whole thing. They, they blocked off the entrances and nobody was allowed. But these two men, he, they somehow squeezed in. And they came to Prabhupada and, you know, um, before the train started, um, they said, um, please, please give us your mercy. Then Prabhupada was like, uh, they were like, of course, the devotees were like, oh, no, these two people have come inside. But, <laughs> but, the, um, but Prabhupada was, you know, he was kind. So, he came and they came and, you know, nailed down and then, please, uh, Swamiji, please give us your mercy, you know. Then yeah. Prabhupada asked, what mercy you want? <laughs> kindly, I mean, very, I mean, sorry. So, um, kindly, I mean, very nicely he said, uh, what mercy you want? They never heard. They never heard this sadhu say like this. What mercy? Uh, then they did not know what to say. Um, Swamiji, I have a knee problem. You know, I have a back problem. Something like that. Um, well, if you want my mercy, you must become like them. He, he showed all his, you know, his, his sannyas is all shaven, all white, you know, all Europeans and Americans, all shaven headed, all saffron, and all chanting Hare Krishna, bright faced. You become like them, then you will get my mercy. <laughs> Swamiji, Hare Krishna. Then they went off. Finish. <laughs> they don't want the mercy actually they are not prepared to surrender how can they get so mercy of the Lord means first of all we have to surrender our surrender is first next um, Guruji is not he is not helping they tease me Adunika Mira but I have not felt it how we can know that I had experience about God how can we improve our health well first of all experience of God doesn't mean our health or not whatever our health may be see it is not about we should have some ecstatic feelings immediately we will not get that and don't imitate that and make a joke out of yourself so basically we just have to be very steadfast that's all we have to be chanting Hare Krishna reading Prabhupada let the people say whatever they want no? Are, let's see this verses from Mukundamala Stotra very nice verses <coughs> You see, this is the 39th verse of Mukundamala Stutra. Tyajantu bandhavah sarve nindantu guravo jana tathapi paramanando govindo mama jivanam Let my relatives all abandon me and my superiors condemn me. Still, the supremely blissful Govinda remains my life and soul. Similarly, there is another verse also, 42nd verse of the Mukundamala Stutra. This is composed by King Kulashekhar Alvar. Chittam naiva nivartate kshanamapi Shri Krishna padambujan Nindantu priyabandhava gurujana Grihnantu munchantu va Durvadam parikoshayantu manuja Vamshekalankostu va Tadrug premadharan uragamaduna my mind cannot turn from Sri Krishna's lotus feet even for a moment. So let my dear ones and other relatives criticize me. My superiors accept or reject me as they like. 
let the common people spread evil gossip about me and my family's reputation be sullied sullied means spoiled for a madman like me it is honor enough to feel this flood of love of godhead which brings such sweet emotions of attraction for my lord let them say whatever they want why they will always say something so let them say we should be sincere in our spiritual life and we will take guidance from devotees and you know now we are attending these classes that is good read prabhupada's books chant hari krishna take krishna prasadam then you'll be perfect doesn't matter what the world says next um question by bhaktin ajanya sorry if it is my foolish question prabhupada was such an elevated soul could always remain in krishna consciousness then i thought his sensory perceptions will be free from illusion and he can get perfect perception than common man is it my speculation no he no he can see everything in the proper perspective he he does not have sensory defects like us that is stated na you see adrila second chapter 86th verse brahm pramad vipralipsa kar Parshuram Prabhu is saying once he was seen wearing a big Kadamba flower garland by one of his disciples, I read somewhere. Yeah, some, say, okay. sometimes we do not know how much to believe a story. Of course, anything is possible with Prabhupada and Krishna. They can do any Leela they have. They may have so many Leelas. But we can't speculate. Sometimes, some of the stories I, I feel like speculation. Some speculation going on and adding masala. So, of course, Prabhupada had... direct connection with krishna and all that but we can't manufacture stories just because of that and say that oh i, I don't i have not heard that so unless told by prabhupada or you know some relevant source i mean acceptable source sometimes i feel some of the stories you know like some masala added somewhere you know i have heard some some of the stories which are completely completely opposite conclusion you know like once in philippines one of the so called devotees was telling one story which did not match at all what prabhupada would say and he just told and no reference nothing so i would take my i mean i would be i have my reservations to accept those kind of stories but those which are very clear and you know yeah they they are there <coughs> even rupa goswami came and personally <coughs> blessed him plus prabhupada you know <coughs> before he went to america he was sitting in that um, you know that prabhupada room in the radha damodar temple from that window he can see that rupa goswami samadhi and bhajan kutir samadhi so samadhi i think so from there rupa goswami actually gave him darshan and he blessed him uh, for his onward journey to america and all that so you know the, you know this <laughs> so many experiences those are actually documented but we can't make out sto- make up stories which are not documented and then say that oh how can you say that prabhupad could not have done this or something he could have done this but did he do this that's a question so anything is possible prabhupad yes but not at every story can be believed uh, especially prabhupad stories of course but if somebody else says and you know hearsay it's all about hearsay but there's no like reference properly that is questionable 
so we can't make up stories <clears throat> question by sanjay sukhdev <clears throat> haribol the vedas came from the breath of god all of us are a tiny fragment of that god the scriptures are written by vedavyas if one follows other scriptures would we not get god consciousness to an extent you can get like like bible quran they also uh, teach god consciousness but the vedas teach it in its complete entirety and in the most perfect way whereas in many religions the same thing is mentioned it is not something different but in a very rudimentary way like there is a hint of the form of god in the bible or quran but not exactly the description of the form of god that we have you know that the vedas have so we're not discounting any religion but at the same time our vedas have so much more information and it is revealed directly by krishna himself <clears throat> so unless one accepts the vedas and comes to the point of accepting vedas you know uh, then he will not you know the advancement is not sufficient because we have to be completely meditating on the form of god and chanting his holy name of course even other forms of religion they have names of god but then the form of god how he is a person everything in 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 full detail that is explained in our vedas <clears throat> all right then now coming to the point of women gurus so there was a quotation that was quoted how to refute if someone uses this reference to advocate women gurus in iskon shri prabhupada letter to malathi 25th oh, and there was actually one more shri prabhupada letter to malathi 28th may 1968 looks like both the letters are to malathi because malathi was actually trying to be the boss you know and she now is actually the guru one of the gurus in iskon actually this woman guru stuff you know what we don't we don't even go into that um, domain because whether man or woman not authorized by the spiritual master they're not authorized it's just that they're not authorized that's all finish whether man or woman both are not authorized and women gurus prabhupada you know, said one time govindadasi was so qualified that if he was just a man she would have been the temple president so why not we just do and do our roles in society it's not about competing at all why why we think it is competing it is about cooperation not competition we should understand that service to krishna is cooperation and everyone according to their position in society they have to play their roles don't try to imitate other people's roles just play the own role all service is same anyway right but still leaders should be men that's what even the gbc there were no women but now they introduce women into the gbc and then they introduce also now the guru women as guru so all this is happening because they first disobeyed his order that he is the guru only and nobody else that's why now everything is going on like this hmm it's confusing so many of my faces there <laughs> okay so in absolute world there is no distinction um as me or he and i krishna and his representative is the same just like krishna can be present simultaneously in millions of places similarly the spiritual master also can be present whether the disciple wherever the disciple wants a spiritual master is the principle not the body just like a television can be seen in thousands of places by the principle of relay monitoring well that has yeah no i think the question is this how to refute if someone uses this reference to advocate women gurus in iskon shri prabhupada letter to malathi 25th december 1974 <clears throat> okay 
somebody is um, writing some nonsense in the comments can you just can the moderator can simply ban that person remove the comments absolute nonsense they're writing <coughs> um then next so in 25th december 1974 bombay so you please continue your devotional service cooking etc and you can also keep giving bhagavatam class if you like women in our movement can also preach very nicely actually male and female bodies they are just outward designations lord chaitanya never sorry lord chaitanya said that whether one is a brahmana or whatever he may be if he knows the signs of krishna then he is to be accepted as guru so one who gives class he must read and study regularly and study the purport and realize it don't add anything or concoct anything then he can preach very nicely the qualification for leading class is how much one understands about krishna and surrendering to the process not whether one is male or female of course women generally speaking are less intelligent better she has heard nicely then she will speak nicely so of course when there is no men prabhupada said that when there is no men yes women can give class but if there is men who can give class then let them give so that is the instruction there is another letter also so of course to encourage you know you, you must understand that these people in, in the western world they are so much into this equality male and female equality and you know yeah spiritual we are all equal but then again we have to keep to our roles because even the one may be qualified yes like prabhupada also said yes you can give class but then eventually you will see that only men used to lead in the beginning actually gave more leeway you know and for the women also to come on the you know and give class and everything but the thing is if there is a man if there is a man that who, who can give class he should be given the preference that's what prabhupada said you see so and it is not that the woman is less qualified or something but by setting a precedence then everyone will also follow and then it will be a bad example so although like kunti maharani she was so um, qualified that she spoke so many things you know nice nice prayers to krishna she is qualified to become the spiritual master of the entire universe but still she kept to her position and she did not become an initiating guru and you know start initiating now i am a big guru i am a aunt of krishna you think what you know I, 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 can, i can i can i can initiate people so no she just did her role and by doing so even mother sita you know although by by playing that role they actually are teaching example how other women also should follow and as we have seen the other day that the more uh, the woman becomes chaste the more she becomes powerful so she should always play the secondary role to the man then that is the proper way it is not about discrimination it's not about sexism it is not about this it is just that the leader uh, if it is woman then it is already with man you see our movement when the uh, order of the spiritual master is gone and that's it even with man is so much problem and now they begin bringing in women also make it even worse hmm. so women are generally they don't make up good leaders so that's that's the shastra i mean if people want to debate and people say this is sexist comment whatever then let them say shastra is saying so we have to hear that why in the whole vedic civilization never was there a queen who ruled the world or who ruled the kingdom why why only a king that is the proper way that is the vedic way and it it is it, it is not to demean them it is just their role is like that they have to do the subordinate role they have to be chase to the husband that should be the way uh, <clears throat> and anyway this whole thing this woman guru man guru everybody bogus in our iskon because because it is obeyed the order of the spiritual master 
and women generally uh, proper said in the letter also less intelligent generally so of course if they surrender to krishna yes that itself is intelligence sometimes they may not understand the philosophy and not explain you know you know, you know it doesn't matter as long as they are devotees and whatever they realize they can preach they can always preach to others it's not that you have to sit in on this seat and then give a class you can always preach otherwise also preaching does not mean only when one is sitting on the on the chair and giving the class preaching means how to you know even one on one you can talk to others you know preach to them about krishna talk to them about krishna and give them the books and guide them in different ways that is also preaching so pre- there are different roles you know we can play that role uh, so we have to keep to that then it will be sane otherwise it will become an insane chaotic movement we have to keep to the rules that are given in the vedas and don't challenge them then we will go forward nicely parshuram prabhu says fall of buddhism was due to inclusion of women this none none business we are not it doesn't work although you know prabhupada gave some leeway because of you know western women sometimes you know they just don't have anybody so prabhupada said but usually none business they can't be actually monk life is not for women at all they can't make it so <clears throat> even men also it is very difficult right unless one is strongly krishna conscious one cannot follow these things hmm. all right so i think that's the end of the session thank you very much for coming and attending this class so we'll see you again tomorrow and uh, monday is the ama session where we will have you ask any questions so we will put that um announcement a little early the next the, the earlier the day before the night before and you can actually you know when you go to that link you don't have to go to that link only at the time of the class you can also go to that link before the class even starts and then you can put down the comments if you have any questions you can actually write down in the comments itself there itself way before even the class has started you can already put down comments your questions there so that when we start the class we already start with a, a series of questions that are already there so just be reminded of that on sunday we will put that link out and then any questions in the time of the day whenever you get a question you can just put it down put it down in the comments and you know like that we will take it up all right thank you very much bhagavad gita ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai anant kori vaishnavrind ki jai nitai gaur premanand hari hari bol hare krishna